When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's Mole Patrol. It's that podcast you like about the mole here on Reality TV Rehap Ups, talking about season two, episode six of The Mole, streaming on Netflix. I'm Josh Wiggler, and I'm joined here by... Hey! Hey! Zed, what are you doing? Get your hand off that bike. I you... was gonna say that to you! <laughs> Zed, get your hand off that bike. What are you doing Sorry. there? And and Jess Lee, what are you doing with that uh, with that uh, ice cream that's not an ice cream cone, but you called it an ice cream cone anyway? Look, all all ice cream products are ice creams. Like if if it's a bar, it's still an ice cream, dude. That's fine, but it's not an ice cream cone. Yeah, Darwin does specifically. He say specifically cone. describes this thing that's like a, he's like, holding like a dilly bar. Well, I've never heard of a dilly bar what? before. Well, breaking news are happening now. I have never been to a Dairy Queen before. I've mm. never I've never DQ'd. I thought this was maybe like maybe this is part of like partly due to your East Coasterness, but Zed, you're from closer to here, right? I'm from Chicago. Okay, there that that's that's it then. Okay. See, I, it's one of those like it's one of those where if where you glue if you could see like the, another state from standing on a chair where you grew up like if where you live is flat <laughs> you know what a Dairy Queen is my yeah. my uh, the lovely Emily and the in laws they they're from Massachusetts they've all been to Dairy Queen I haven't done it yeah they've traveled a lot Josh I haven't DQ'd yeah quite there's a DQ in Union Square yeah I and could if we eat, weren't I already could, having I could our eat, finale I could eat DQ if I was traveling but not if I was treading water. <laughs> Sorry, that's last week. That's yeah, last true. Week. That was last it's week. True. Yeah. I mean, whatever we, a dilly bar is, I guess. I assume that that's like a, a circular piece of ice cream that's uh, fudge dipped. Mm, it could be fudge dipped, could be cherry dipped, or it could be my personal cherry favorite, dip. the butterscotch dip. Oh, that sounds delightful. Oh, I love it is. butterscotch dip. Yeah, it's um, delightful. But that's not an ice cream cone. No, and Dar- no. Darwin's going to say, uh, if you wanted an ice cream cone, you could have gotten an ice cream well, cone. He didn't say that his was an ice cream cone. He said you could have gotten one. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Well, let's spend a lot more time on this. Arguing uh, about semantics and ice cream. Yeah. Yes. This is, my I think favorite people thing. Come here it, for. Yeah. this is really what people come here for, I think. Um, 
the truth of the matter is it was a very expensive ice cream. It was a very expensive touching of the bicycle uh, in a very touching episode of the mole, of course, because it involves pizza near and dear to my heart. Although it's pizza that looks uh, even worse than some of the pizza trash talking we've been doing on the mold this season. Would you eat this pizza, Josh? I mean, of course. It was the only thing that they were offering for food that evening. Gotta say, three 12-inch pizzas divided amongst nine people plus Anderson. Not enough. Who probably went and ate a real dinner Anderson, later. Anderson uh, went and got like a steak Florentine afterwards. He's right. fine. His life is fine. Anderson went and got a real nine pizza. People. Yeah. 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 That yeah. is those are that is small pizzas to begin with. And nine people, six of whom rode bikes all day, and three of whom ran all over this town up and down a hundred times. Why does this sound like SAT math? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how many calories uh-huh. and how many slices yeah. for each of the nine people if there are three pizzas cut into eight slices? Definitely sounds like a uh, the beginning of some sort of uh, some sort of challenge here on the mole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is definitely not enough pizza for dinner, and yet it is all they are going to have alongside two bottles of La Mole red wine. So people getting crunk on the mole this week. Uh, as they're uh, eating trash pizza and trash talking each other, Jess, and and we got that. We love that slam book showing up this week here in episode six of The Mole. Uh, Great times. Great times here on the internet. Of course, uh, we're recording this one very shortly after we recorded episode five. We hope you loved that podcast. If not, I don't know. Uh, There's nothing we can do to really address what you didn't like because we're recording this in such quick succession. Succession. Can't say words tonight. Um, But you will be able to get a chance to get in your feedback in time for episode seven. Uh, or at least we hope that you did, because by the time you're listening to this, I believe we're recording it's too episode late, seven. Yeah. yeah. So at yeah. this point, it's too late. But we warned you last time to send that feedback in. Mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com. Don't you love time travel, Jess? If time is a flat circle, dude, just like a pizza. Just like a pizza. Just like a flat. Time is, time is a, a 12 inch pizza. It's a 12 inch pizza made by Bill and Myra and Katie. And Roberto. And Roberto. <laughs> yeah. Must not forget Roberto and Roberto's sister as uh-huh. well here in the small town of Barga, Italy. Uh, Brooklyn Zed, without further ado, shall we, uh, I guess, take a fork and knife to this? This is fork and knife pizza, I think. Oh, here. gosh. Is I any pizza is. fork and knife yeah, pizza? Yeah, 100%. If it's made of like raw dough in the middle, it's definitely fork and knife. Yeah, pizza. I suppose. That's you know, true. like if it's like it's like floppy like this, like you're going to want to do some navigation around this pizza is my verdict. I think like the fork and knife as like a stigmatized thing with a pizza. I think we got to get past that to a certain yeah. degree. And this is coming from somebody who loves pizza, very outspoken pizza proponent. Uh, this is a New York style slice. You got to go in like you got to do it the real way. But like, it. but relax, everybody. Like sometimes a fork and knife can work and we're not all Bill de Blasio about it. Anyway, <laughs> let's carry. Forward. I don't want to be Bill de Blasio. About about it. Nobody does. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get into this. Let's talk. Episode six. Let's do. La Mo. Uh, 
star turn from Katie here at the start of the episode as as we get our traditional talking heads uh, reacting to the previous execution and their current thoughts in the game. Because Katie is talking about um, she's ruled out Heather completely as a potential mole because they've been in a coalition this whole time. And so she trusts her. She says, if she's the mole, then I'm an ass. I'm a whole ass. I'm a whole ass out. <laughs> uh, that is one of my favorite quotes of, of the season thus far. Because yeah. she's, uh, I've, I've ruled Heather out completely. If she's the mole, then I'm an ass. I guess that's an okay word to say. Don't have yeah. to scratch that one out. She, she literally meant donkey. Yes. Right. Correct. She's the mole, and I'm an ass. And I'm donkey. the donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are, as Josh mentioned, in Barga, Italy. We have we have moved on from Vicenza, the home of uh, Luigi De Porta, the the that, true author, one yeah. and tr- the once and future author of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Where we're going to play Barga? a game. Where is Barga in Italy? Is my question. Let's uh, let's, let's, quick to the Google Maps. Uh, it seems to be. Oh, it's a kind of Tuscany. Tuscanish, Tuscany-esque. The only part of Italy I have ever been to is Rome. That is as much Italy as I have done. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think it's Tuscany-esque. I think it's it's close to closish to Florence. Tuscany adjacent. Tuscany adjacent. <laughs> what is the how long from how? What would the yeah, drive? Yeah, there's like be? a there's like, like a that hotel. Drive. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, literally yeah. a Tuscany hotel like a mile away. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're, yeah. we're under the Tuscan sun here in Barga. Indeed. Wow. Um, yes. And we need three people. Eyes are open for pro- Diane Lane. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> we need three people that love to cook, three people that hate to cook, and three people that don't care. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the neutral box, as it were. Um. <laughs> The only thing that's really going to matter is that three people who love to cook, uh, or three people that hate to cook, rather, are going to be our chefs today. Uh, and Anderson says to Katie, Myra, and Bill, who don't like to cook, don't you know how this game works? If you say you don't like to cook, you're going to be cooking. That's yep. basic mole. He reams them out. He gives them the real old koopa de doo Like, he really, he really trashes them. Like, you idiots! Don't you know how the mole works? What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, come on. You say you don't like to cook. You know you're going to end up cooking, you fools. In in fairness, nobody ever figures this out. And if I was Anderson, I probably would have reamed them out for this much earlier than they actually got the Mm -hmm. reaming. Yeah. If there was... uh... If there was enough cooperation amongst the team... Cooperation. It's right there. It's so good. There needs to be more cooperation uh, between the castmates here. Then they should have somebody who likes to cook on every team. Yeah, somebody who's that's good at it. Game theory. That. Yep. Yes. The evolution of strategy of yes. the vaults. Yes. Yes. Uh, Coming to you never. <laughs> this is it. It really is a shame that we didn't get 20 years of the mole to have people overthinking it like the way people do on Survivor and Big Brother. Like, we don't get the equivalent of splitting the idle vote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or we don't backdoor veto anybody. 
Uh, yeah, this would be this would be the move, I think. Uh, but the problem, you know, inherent in the show's premise is that one of these people uh, uh, is a saboteur working for us. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, like, that person's not, I don't know. I don't know that this plan is, I, I don't know how far you can game theory this stuff as a collective. Um, if you're like a very, if you're a very savvy person who makes it pretty deep into the thing and you're not the mole and you're just a commanding presence and you also have your fingers on the pulse of who the mole might be, so you're passing these quizzes uh, with regularity, um, then uh, then maybe you're able to just sort of like uh, bulldoze these kinds of plans forward. Um, but I do think like this, in like all things being equal, this is the move. Get a cook on every team. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we have three people who hate to cook making pizzas. They will get $20,000 if they get those pizzas made and to the church at the top of the city by 7 p.m. It is three o'clock. My God. Uh, three, count them three, Jessica Lee, 12 inch pizzas with 14 ingredients required 14. per per pizza. Am I just a New Yorker? Or does that seem like a really ridiculous number of ingredients to put on a pizza? Well, you well, look at the pizzas not, and they're covered in shit. Yeah, flour loaded. and yeast. And yeah, you got to make the dough. Yeah. You got the sauce and the cheese. And then I think each of the... I don't know if this is true, but I think maybe they split up the toppings? Or do you think they put all the toppings on all the pizzas? There did not appear to be any directive of like all of the toppings need to be on one pizza because it does look like one of them's got like peppers on it and another's got mushrooms. So like it looks like they were able to like, you know, maybe customize this a little bit. It's not like anyone put in their order, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, though it could like account for the fact is it, is it time to, to grade the pizzas? They're not very good. They look very pale. Really, 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 really super pale. They were on a time crunch. I guess. Had, by the time they left, they only had 20 minutes to get to the church. The dough is very, 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 very oh so pale, as is the cheese, which looks a word that I love to use coagulated. Oh, I hate it. Uh, coagulated. I don't want anything to be that. Coagulated. If you got to if you if you've got to get your pizza done quickly, par bake that crust. Yeah. If you don't have a hot oven, par bake it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. They didn't do that. They no. just stuffed it all in and it comes out white and coagulated. <laughs> and oh. half the toppings fall off yeah. of one hey, of them. Yeah. out of context Twitter, did you catch what he just said? I think <laughs> I think it was for you. Coagulated. coagulated. And, like, and like it it looks heavy. It, these pizza slices look heavy. Yes. Yeah, you pick it up and all the stuff falls right oh, off of it. Like you got like you could do like you know like it's do like, like cartoon pizza where like if you pick it up all the stuff is gonna be like dripping. The whole thing's gonna like bend in half. Yeah, do like three sets of ten bicep curls with those pizzas on each arm and like you're set for the day. Oh. You're on fire at that point. I mean, I think Bill effectively did that by the time <laughs> they made it to the top of the Bill shirt. is an ox. Yeah, is an ox. Yeah. Yeah. Can we call Pouring him by his of sweat? Let's call him by his real name and no, not Charlie. His real name apparently is Bill the Ox. <laughs> yeah. Oh my 
God, so yes. They're, they're on a, an adventure. They have, to get, uh, uh, they have the recipe. They've got an Italian uh, to English uh, uh, translation dictionary, and they've got Katie's got to conjugate some verbs. She's got to <laughs> c- conjugate. Yeah, you got to don't coagulate, <laughs> conjugate. Uh, uh, she she has to. They have to go. They they cannot go to uh, like they can't get ingredients from more than uh, from. Uh, they need to like get the ingredients broken out in, in uh, yes. different households. One ingredient per house, per household. no businesses, no buying, only begging for herb-infused olive oil from strangers in this small this Italian is, town. This is, this is so much to do. This is so, with four hours to do all of this in. This is, I think, really, really hard. And I, despite the quality of the pizza, I am very impressed with our crew. They, yeah, the they, fact that they got they it done. They do it. They get it no done, feet. and I'm so impressed with the well, gang. I mean, Roberto got it done. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the, this is wild. Yeah. Ninety minutes into the, this four hour task, they have accomplished nothing. zero things. Yeah, they've got nothing. Literally nothing in an hour and a half, based on the timing that the gate that the like the lower third shows us. 15 minutes with Roberto, they've got 14 ingredients and they're ready to go. Yeah, they find Roberto and Roberto's like, yeah, I got you guys. I got you. I can do this. You guys, you guys, need, uh, yeah. you guys got those mushrooms? You guys, uh, you guys need any of that uh, herb infused olive oil? I got you. Your boy Roberto's <laughs> just, got you covered. Who's just got that kicking around, by the way? Yeah. I guess lots of people in a cute little jar. Yeah, like wrapped in linen and yeah. tied with string. It's ten tablespoons full. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one little lady gave us all the cheese that she had and grated, it, like sat there and grated it for them in their fifteen minutes that they got all these ingredients. Yeah, uh, Roberto's like, here, I'll join the party. Yeah, he's signed on. He's here. Uh, and he is going to help them get all of the stuff, and he does, and he is the best. Love Roberto. It is a real shame that Roberto doesn't get to come along with the group for the rest of the season. This is what we call... I, I don't. I don't think that's a tragedy. He's fine with that. (laughs) He's okay with that. This is what we call in the Amazing Race fandom, we used to call it a fern. Um, because it would be someone that you would pick up and like they'd just go around with you and do your tasks for you for the day. Yeah. And it was named after a lovely young woman named Fern who joined a team on one of the days. And apparently now you're not allowed to do that anymore because amazing race producers are killjoys who hate fun. <laughs> that seems like they're like voting against good television. Yeah. And I think it's also they're, they're trying to keep the playing field level because. Yeah. You know, there's going to be teams that in some cities, there's going to be teams like if you're the hot girls, you're going to get somebody to come and and help you out right away. Listen, everybody has their assets and Mm. their strength sets. And sometimes they go to a country where a team speaks the language and nobody else does. That's a good Mm. point. Teams are going to have more physical strength than other teams do. Others are going to have better social skills. I think that's true in any reality competition show. You got to use what you got. And I think production should let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other problem was that um, if you have... If you have a camera guy and a sound guy and the two of you in a car with a driver, you don't have room for it's another just person. just production, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, that is why God invented roofs, right? You, <laughs> you know, 
You're going to strap the hood. Roberto yeah. to the roof of a car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, surfs up as they're flying all over Italy getting pizza uh-huh. ingredients. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Uh, So while all this is going on, uh, we have a second challenge that is happening at the same time. The the other six players have got to get two bottles of wine to dinner. Yes, to meet to 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 pair with these three twelve inch pizzas yes. that don't exist yet. Um, so the only reason that uh, we had our three divisions at the start was that that decides the two other teams uh, that will be biking uphill for almost two hours it seems to get to the church as well yeah team i like to cook and team i don't care about cooking uh so we have like these two different uh crews so who is it bribs heather and al who like to cook I don't think they tell us who's the I like to cook and who doesn't care i thought i was trying to like catch it at the the start Yeah. yeah I think that might be it, but I could I, be wrong. I have a difficult time believing that Al would get on the I don't care team for anything. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'd love That's to true. cook. I have an opinion about literally actually anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darwin, Olavia, and Dorothy are our other team. The uh, Perhaps the I don't care team. Yes. That seems more appropriate. Yes. Uh, so they're being split. And so they have to, they have to, they have to take a bike to the top of Barga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they get there, they get 10k. And for every bottle of wine, the two bottles of wine, they get 5k each. So 20k they stand to make here. They got an hour and 45 minutes. They can pick up the bike if they want. They can walk it. They can do whatever they want to do. Uh, but they cannot touch the bike when they're like determining which team gets which bike. And this becomes an issue because Heather's Just- like, I have to touch it. Immediately touches yes. the rubber on the back of the bike, which is technically not part of the bike. But if you have to say on the bike, yeah, is part of the bike. Yes, uh, I, but in a courtroom, Jess, she would be able to get away with uh, get away with it. She says, depending on her attorney, I yes. think. But I've never, I've never identified with Anderson more than when he's telling Heather not to touch the bike. <laughs> He says, what part of do not touch the bike did you not understand? Yeah, yeah like, I can't he, believe that guy was not a dad until this past year. You hear him. You hear his. You hear the anger, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, are you serious? Yep. I Young. said, don't touch the bike. 
this is sort of like the Willy Wonka Anderson Cooper <laughs> episode because like yeah. he's like I told you not to touch it and you touched it and now it's gonna have to be clean now it has to be wild ice cream bars sterilized <laughs> yeah. yeah no fizzy lifting drinks for yeah. you yeah. Yeah. Although they almost only had fizzy lifting drinks for dinner. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. But young Wyatt Cooper is going to hear that voice very yeah. soon, I believe. Oh my god. He's gonna know it. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure why they couldn't touch the bikes though, because it seems to be <laughs> the person like, said so. Well, mm. right. But why was that a rule? One of them looks old and rickety, and it was. And the other one is the high tech bike, and it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, there wasn't a trick of like, well, the one that looks old actually like works really well, whereas like the high tech one is like very heavy or, you know, some other trick that you could mm-hmm. only determine by touching the bike. I guess so, you could lift them up to test the heft. Right. Yeah. Like if that was if that was sort of a thing, right? Like if that ends up being like there's some reason why, then that makes more sense. But I think I don't know, Zed, maybe it really is just as simple as like, can you idiots follow any instructions? Okay. Here is we're just gonna keep giving you more rules so that there are more opportunities for you to break them and cause problems. Can any of you nincompoops uh follow a single instruction? And Heather's like, not me. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. And also like Heather has this incre- Heather has this incredible look on her face afterwards where she really is just like, ease, sorry. <laughs> That's so great. Classic moment. I love it. Mm-hmm. Really, really funny. Um and is this the moment where Jess they put them in bike uniforms and make them Armageddon walk at the camera? Yes. Yeah. It's it's a classic it's a classic shot. Yeah. Italy what, takes what, their biking very seriously. Very seriously. Is it an Armageddon walk or is it a Reservoir Dogs walk? Um, Reservoir Dogs walk, I feel like uh, you have like, uh, I don't know, there's a little bit more of an element of like badass danger to it. Whereas an Armageddon walk, I feel like you've got like uh, sort of hokey music that is leading you towards some sort of like physical feat that you're about to accomplish like go into space and detonate an asteroid um not that they're not both badass in their own right i think we're gonna rank how badass uh all three of those are though pretty clearly the the bike suits gets number one of course <laughs> yeah i mean look at bribs i mean my gosh mm. Listen, they've been put in far worse things already on this season. So I think it turns out that these outfits are are really okay. Yeah. At some point here, Bribs is like, I always get the physical stuff. Uh Uh, I think that's when he's like carrying the bike up the uh, stairs at the end. Um, we get we get sort of a compilation over the course of the next several minutes of Darwin is trying to pump air into the tires. Dorothy seems incapable of riding a bike. Um, she says physical competition is like not where her strength lies yeah. in this game. That that has been evident. That is not news to anyone. Um, um, there's Anderson is riding in a car alongside them. <laughs> He's yeah. like drinking like. It's not an Aperol spritz, but he's like drinking some kind of cocktail. It's like some like vaguely brown orange cocktail with like a citrus in it. And he just takes a sip and he goes, 
These hills are a bitch. <laughs> he also at one point says, don't worry. It's just all uphill from here. Don't worry. <laughs> he's such a troll. <laughs> oh, he's such a troll. Yeah. Later on, he's going to give them uh, the wine at, I think it's like, it's not the halfway point. They're like pretty close by then, but he's just like standing there eating an apple as he hands them their La Mole wine. It, it appears, Jess, that he eats two apples because the first one you see him eating, it's it's clearly like a red apple. And then when he's giving the one to Olavia, uh, you see he's now holding a green apple. Uh, so he's just crushing fruit on the side of the road here in Barga. Well, yo, it's two wines, two apples. Yeah, I guess. That's math. I he hasn't had a baguette in a long time. He's got a he's, he's got cutting a carb carbs. Up. He's <laughs> like, well, that uh, that spritz really took me out. I really ought to eat, uh, eat some food to stabilize. <laughs> two apples will do. You know what I feel like he should be drinking? You ever go to the one of those World of Coca Cola attractions, and no. they have the soda that is from Italy. And they say that you can buy this in Italy and they're like, hey, everybody, you got to try the Italian soda. You got to try the Italian soda. And then you take a swig of it and it tastes like straight quinine. It's like the bitterest thing ever. Where is this? It's the Coca-Cola experience in Atlanta is where I had it, but they have it at like Epcot and stuff. Okay, good to know. I had no idea. Somebody's going to tell you, try the Italian soda and don't try the Italian soda. I won't do it. I won't do it. I feel like this is like on the list of things that Anderson should be sipping sardonically as he <laughs> makes fun of the contestants. Uh, but it seems like he's like, I mean, I can imagine like what he's drinking. Like, uh, like even now I still have like the sense memory of like Amaro, like something like really deep and bitter. It should uh, be Malort. Oh. Malort. Uh, I believe we don't say uh, uh, that name. That's uh, the drink that shall not be named is Malort. Oh, is uh, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> then you can't make a mole pun about. Oh, mole art. Um, <laughs> la mort. Yeah, so they're doing all of that, and yeah, they're riding up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the crew's like Roberto, and he's like <laughs> my friends. <laughs> yeah, they're they're making their pizzas. They've got everything that they need now. They're in Roberto's sister's kitchen. I'm so uh, sad to only meet you now. If we had met two years ago, I would have invited you to my bar mitzvah. <laughs> if only. Did they have to find his parents to sign the release? Probably. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but he goes around. He knows everybody in town. He's everybody like the mayor. From, yeah. From place to place. He's he's Mayor Domino. The he boy goes, mayor. He goes from spot to spot. He goes, friends. They go, Roberto. Norm. Oh, my God. They're having so much fun. They go to Roberto's sister house to use their oven. And this is where Bill and Myra get into a flower fight. Uh-huh. They start throwing flour at each other. And I have this in my notes. Bill says, Myra was my favorite player. Myra was my favorite player. What happened to Myra is what I have in my quote, uh, in my notes. I have that quoted. And the episode shall tell us. Mm-hmm. Myra's, Myra's, Myra's not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, so nice job, editors. You really screwed that one up. <laughs> I saw that. Myra was my favorite player. What happened to Myra? 
I thought maybe that he she was his favorite player, and then they got in a flower fight, and he doesn't like her anymore. I don't like her now. She threw flower at my face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're making the dough. Um, there's some suspicious dark spots. What's in the, what are, what's happened to the dough? <laughs> no one knows. No one wants to know. No one's asking any questions. It doesn't sound like it's circle like circle of trust. It's, it's not leaving this kitchen. It sounds like it's not like the charring of the pizza dough. It's, it's not like no, foreign, this is in the foreign matter of the yeah. dough. This is like crumbs that were on the table that have now gotten stuck in the dough sort of a situation. Doesn't it my seem. Myra says as they're all eating the pizza, she says, it's like, if I know we were eating it, I would have washed my hands before making it. It's like, yikes. Yeah. Well, first that- of all, gross. Second of all, Anderson did say when they started the challenge, he was like, if you do this, you'll get $20,000. And if you fail, you will not get $20,000. And also there will be no dinner because yeah. this is what you're having for dinner. Right, right, right. right. Um, gross. <laughs> yeah it's upsetting is it Katie who observes that they put it at a high temperature it's going to kill everything anyway yeah she's mm-hmm. like all the bad stuff dies in the oven um does it does that kill know. everything you they know what they didn't autoclave the pizza <laughs> if it's a bug it's sure Ugh. a dead bug but that's still a bug in your pizza yeah I still you know? don't want to eat it yeah there's no, some things for me. even if they're dead you probably still don't want to eat them yeah, if that's like some, <laughs> und- if that if that is, if it's something that was never even alive in the first place and it's just an undesirable you do so not mineral. want that. Mineral yeah. as opposed to animal and vegetable. Yeah, you don't want that. Nope. Uh-uh. No. no way. And Roberta is just like, I'm so glad I'm not going to eat this food. <laughs> you know, there is a moment that Bill says, what about goldfish on the pizza? Because they have some goldfish in the kitchen. I'm not no. talking about the cracker snacks. No, like actually, he's like joking around with the family. He's like, what if I put your pet goldfish on this pizza? This random American man is in your house. Joking about killing, your, pet. about killing yeah. your pets. And they're all laughing like, ah, that's kind of funny. And like Bill's secretly like, I'm not kidding. And he probably did it. And those are the dark spots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, was the fine because he ate ice cream? Because we didn't see him eat ice cream. What if the fine was really because he ate their goldfish? He baked fish <laughs> fishes into the pizza. These, we're not talking about little anchovies. Oh, we're talking so about good. like oh, God. we're talking about like Fred and and Todd the the goldfish. Fred and Todd. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even named Italian things. Yeah, no. they're not named like Giuseppe like, no. or Fredo. Even no, no. <laughs> Fred and Todd and Brian and Danny the goldfish. Oh, <laughs> They're gone. Yeah, well, they sound like a bunch of douches, so yeah. maybe they deserve no, to Danny die. was. Yeah. Real boys club there. No, Danny was. Uh, yeah. Boat right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have 20 minutes when they finish, when they pull these pizzas out of the oven, whether they are done or not. Uh, they got to get up to the church with their slightly baked pizzas. <laughs> yeah, half <laughs> so baked. Yeah, yeah, nothing got killed in that in that oven. It was just not in there long enough. Yeah, uh, I think he'd have to be slightly <laughs> baked to enjoy this pizza as well. They're racing up the hill. Uh holy steepness, Batman. <laughs> Katie says yes. as as Bill the Ox is pulling their cooler of pizzas up to the church. Um, the bike teams get their wine while Anderson is eating his apples. 
Yeah. Uh, at one point, eat you. It says on the road in chalk. Yeah, the mole will eat you. Uh, is, <laughs> if you are a goldfish. If you, if you are, are a goldfish. goldfish. Yeah. Um. So the Netflix closed captioning isn't quite accurate. Let me report. I have something to report. The Netflix closed captioning is not exactly accurate. Al says, with all of like uh, with this challenge, he's like, <laughs> I have this too. Yeah, he's like this. You know, this challenge. If I were the mole, this would be a perfect one for me to just like totally like ruin this one because I'd say, ooh, stomach cramp. Um, but the uh, but the Netflix closed captioning when Al says, ooh, stomach cramp, and says <laughs> instead says. Ooh, stop the crap. <laughs> See, that needs that's to be not even, That's not even the one that I had. Yeah, because goes, when, Ooh, they first, the crap. when they first start riding the bikes and Al is on the one with the basket, he's saying this is the wobbliest, wobbliest thing I've ever been on. But the, the captions say this is the loveliest, loveliest thing I've ever been on. Yeah. Yes, yes. That one's good too, but I... Uh, I stop the ooh, crap. Stop the crap. <laughs> Yeah. It needs to be a hashtag. Stop the crap. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Al's team makes it up first, speaking of Al, and with with their wine intact, and he says, Viva la France, I guess because of the Tour de France? I, I don't know. know. He maybe French wine? They, they've got a lot to track right now. Perhaps they think they're in the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, team two is taking its time, but eventually they get up there also. So they've made $40,000 today between the pizzas and the wine and the biking. And everybody's at church. They've got their three pizzas. They've got their two bottles of wine. That's dinner. Yeah. I just uh, want to point out there's a pizza place like about a block from where I live. And you order a 12 inch pizza and it is intended to be just for you. You do not share pizza, this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Certainly not after a day of intense physical activity. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not enough food. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not. No. This is the kind of thing you go to a party and the person was like, yeah, come to the party. We'll have pizza. It's going to be great. And you show up and it's oh, like no. it's like 10 of you and you've got like three 12 inch pizzas and you're like, okay, so the host like does not care about food. Clearly. Yeah. And I am going to have to swing by Wendy's on my way home. Somebody comments like, "Oh, this is a nice appetizer." Yeah, I'm like, "Fair." It's 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 like basically a flatbread. They've been eating lavishly. Let's not forget. Yeah. and they and they do. In fairness, I think it's the the next day when they have lunch. Uh, is it the next day when they've got lunch and they they? Uh, yes, I have this. There's like they they're eating like this really delicious looking pasta. Uh, it is like the remnants of like a steak Florentine, which is really, really good stuff. If you like steak, like it looks like the best food that they've had so far the next day. So it looks like they gave them like a really powerful Maybe lunch. Maybe the show felt bad. Yeah. 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 So well, like they do eat have, like Kings the next day. We've talked a lot about how this is not enough pizza. I really feel like nine people and two bottles of wine is probably not enough either. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And especially uh, since Anderson probably drank like half of at least one of the bottles. <laughs> but what about for the people who've been like very physically active? If they're like very physically active, they haven't eaten a ton and then they are pounding, even if it's just mm. like 
a glass of red wine each, they're probably feeling that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're feeling that. Uh, Anderson observes the only people that are saying the pizza is good are the three people that cooked it. That might be good for stuff they cooked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they hate to cook. So they're they're just proud. They put food on the table. I get it. Good for them. You know, I um, again, I'm impressed. Everybody did their job. Everybody did it. They did it by the book. Like they got it done. Um, fantastic. I also Bill don't blame saying, anyone for getting yeah. ice cream afterwards. Yeah. Bill is saying uh, that like he wishes they had made more pizza or that they should have or could have. Um, but Al looks him in the eyes and he says, you cooked enough to make 20 G's. So wow. the G's are no longer missing. They're back. They're wow. back. are in the pot. Where's the G's? I'm put them in the pot. I've, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. I had been concerned because the G's have been missing for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're back. G's have returned. Uh, and I think at this point, Bill's like, oh, well, I'll spin those G's on an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that is what's about to happen. I'll go yeah. to the ice cream store. Um, Darwin is wondering if they could have made more pizza, if this is like the mole trying to starve them, I guess. Um, he's like, I'm starving. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Bribs is starving. You could tell Heather was hungry and I know Al's always hungry. Uh, so he's not pleased. This is a, it's a very, uh, just, this is a cool innovation for, for mole tactics is to, uh, to starve out your enemy. And I feel like the next natural leap from here is just to outright kill your opponents if you are the mole, right? Like now we're just going into full on lethal combat. Didn't they do this on Who Done It? I don't know. You got to ask someone who isn't me. I got to go ask Kurt Clark about Kurt. this. I was going to say, ask Kurt Clark. Kurt, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. I feel uh, like that was that was the next logical step, and they went there for that. Yeah. Show. Wow! Um, uh, ice cream. Leaving, yes, Bill and Darwin get ice cream bars from a little restaurant that's near the parking lot. Uh, we do not see Bill eat his ice cream, but Darwin is explaining that he that Bill ate his right away. But Darwin wanted to save his for the car ride. And so everybody's like, people. "Where did you get ice cream? Where did you get ice cream?" And like Darwin's offering to share, and I was like, "No, no, you you got your ice cream. You enjoy it." How did they get the ice cream? I do want to know. How did this happen? They're, they're running they have- around. They've got they've got like spending cash. Well, remember at one point, Myra says she's got like 40 francs or something, but doesn't think that's enough to bribe Al to give her an exemption. Mm-hmm. So perhaps they are given like yeah, small stipends, amounts of, yeah. of like per diem, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. They, they get the ice cream and, uh, I I really like Darwin a lot. I uh I have to say like I think he can he can be really funny and I like the way he's talking about the show. Um I I lose a lot of respect for his ice cream choice in this moment. <laughs> you're in Barga, Italy. I had no idea where that was going. You're in you're in Barga, <laughs> you, you Italy. You need some like legit gelato. What are you doing? Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, don't buy don't buy a good humor bar. Getting something that apparently you can get at the DQ. Yeah. You know? That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. It's only fair that there's a little bit of a DQ that comes after this. <laughs> <laughs> they got the DQ. All right. Um, so that it, we see. You're in Tuscany. In- <laughs> you know, you're in Tuscany. 
When in Tuscany, don't get a chocolate dipped like uh, you know, uh, like Nestle bar. <laughs> Dove bar, that's what it is. Dove bar is pretty good. Mm, this podcast yeah. always makes me crave food, pizza, and ice cream. I mean, um, that's two of the four food groups right there. So yeah. yeah. We make it to the hotel. Olavia and Dorothy are forming a coalition and they're going through like sharing information from their journals. Dorothy has Olavia's old journal and she's like, okay, but you think I'm the mole. So how's, how's that going to work? Uh, and Olavia has a good point. She's like, well, if you are the mole, then it doesn't really, there's no motivation for me to give you wrong information. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. legit. Which is v- valid logic if Olavia is not the mole. Correct. Which Dorothy may or may not know, depending right. on if she's God. The Now yep. we're taking LSAT puzzles. Oh my God. <laughs> the next day they've got the the return of the blubberies. The <laughs> the blueberry tray has shown up. Are you the one? Mm-hmm. See, now I'm hungry. Yeah. So just puts it over the top. Well, yeah. are you I the one? In my fridge. Yeah, me too. Are you yeah. the one? That's a different show. Yeah, we don't we don't we're not doing that one. Yet. No. Um, But it is at this point that Anderson is addressing all of the rule breaking that has happened in his candy factory. Yes. Uh, Heather touching the bike, Darwin and Bill eating ice cream, even though they were explicitly told that pizza was supposed to be their only dinner. I don't care if you were still hungry because we only had three crappy 12 inch pizzas. That was all you got. You broke the rules. I'm going to be nice. And make it one fine of $10,000 instead of counting these each as individual infractions. Yeah, but they're doubling. It's yes. a doubler. They got exponential. The, they got the doubler. And so if they do, if there's another fine, it's going to be 20K. Bold prediction time. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's going to happen? I kind of feel like you don't say that if you get another fine, it's going to be 10, 20K unless that's happening on the show. Like there's real, I feel like there's no real reason to put that out there unless we're going. He does there. not have a lot of faith in the players following. Yeah, the rules. Chekhov's fine right there. No, yeah. Chekhov's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, you know what? These. These little numbskulls, these idiots. I love them, but my gosh. <laughs> Keep uh, your hands to yourself. You know, there's so <laughs> don't buy the ice cream. It's like oh. yeah. no, it's great. I love it. They're so great. They're so great. This is when Heather's like, I mean, technically, this is I'd be I'd get off on a technicality in a courtroom here. It wasn't really the bike. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Heather. She's hilarious. Um, uh, that's great. Al uh, is not suspicious of Heather. He feels like that was just an absent-minded thing that anybody could have done. But Olavia feels like it's the easiest thing in the world to not touch something you've been told to not touch. So yeah. I guess Olavia was never a child. <laughs> um, yeah. And She's maybe does not spend any time around children. Yeah. That's so funny. That's yeah, great. I've had that conversation 15 times <laughs> today. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh so gosh. now we're going to move on to the next game, I guess. Task? Yeah, this is more like all right, everybody, meet me Activity? at a church. Meet me at the church. I'm going to make you all feel very bad today. Uh, <laughs> that's the challenge. The challenge is how bad can I make you feel? Really, how bad can you all make each other feel? It's slam book stuff. It's like you all uh, get along to some extent, but some of you like each other more than the others. We're gonna we're gonna rank each other mm-hmm. uh, from most likable to least likable. 
Uh, and clearly, because like you see them all talk about, like, what do you think is going to happen? And Olavia is like, whoever's the least liked is going to be exempt, and it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> and she is correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the only other main takeaway from this task really is that Katie is concerned about she's worried she's going to be in the bottom because everyone's going to think she's annoying. Yeah. And some people and Bribs does put her in the bottom. Yeah. He says he he likes her, but like uh, some people are best in small doses. Mm -hmm. But I I loved Darwin. I love Darwin putting her first. She's worried that she's going to be last. Yeah. 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 See, Darwin's a good dude. Uh, um, yeah. Olavia put everyone in alphabetical order, and she's like, "Well, but I really do like Al the most, and Myra really is my least favorite, and the others are all in the middle, so yeah. it's just easiest to remember them alphabetically." Yeah. All right, Sean Kniff. Myra yeah, right. puts. Oh, oh my God, Myra puts Olavia last as well. Uh, and says it's not that I don't like her, uh, uh, and then Anderson says, "Do you trust her?" And Myra goes, "I don't trust anybody, but I like her." I like them all. I just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I liked that moment. I liked Myra a lot in this episode. And then, of course, they had to get rid of her. That's uh, how these shows go. You know, she got mm-hmm. the visibility bump. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bill says, I like Myra. Uh, I like Myra the most because I'm Charlie and she's Bernadette. <laughs> <laughs> they are of an age. And We're they of connect. an age. We connected. Mm-hmm. We're undercover. Deep cover. Uh... Uh, Kate likes Heather the most. They play the same pace. Uh, Al thinks Bribs is himself. Yeah, I was a lot like Bribs when I was 23. Uh, <laughs> and he doesn't like Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Those are really the big takeaways that I wrote down. Yeah. We um, didn't get to see everybody, did we? I don't think we, we saw, saw Dorothy. We saw everybody. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, we saw everybody, but we didn't get everyone's top and bottom. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We got we got both for Al and Darwin, and then for just about everybody else, we got one or the other, but not yeah. both. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Um it's curious. Very curious. Uh Olavia does get picked. Anderson brings her in. And this is this part's great. I love this scene. This scene is amazing. Because Olavia, yeah. like, uh, it's like it's like the I know I know where I'm being marched <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the in the ranked choice voting of who is your least favorite player, <laughs> after eight rounds, you are the winner. Yeah. And like as he's like saying it, she's like, mm-hmm. Yep, bring it on. I know what's happening. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was worth noting that Anderson had Al go first when he's interviewing people about their most and least favorite. Yes. And Al's like, naturally, you want me to go first. I'm going to be the representative of everybody. I'm the star. And then he, you can see his face fall a little bit when Lander's like, okay, you're done. Can you go bring Darwin in? <laughs> yeah. Can you leave and don't talk about what was discussed here? Yeah, and bring um, someone else in because it's their turn to do the exact same thing and you're not special. But it's not in alphabetical order. Right? No, it's not. No, because it would have been Bribs. So? Uh, would have been Bill. No, Bill. Bribs. Right. Yeah. Then Bribs. Yeah. Yeah. Bribs. Uh, I just wanted to say Bribs. Bribs. Uh, so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, seems already suspicious of Al. <laughs> feeling pretty suspicious of Al. I'm also, though, feeling suspicious now of Dorothy because of the return of the blueberry motif. Mm. Uh, Al and Dorothy, very high on my list. Uh, what is the mole trying to frame Dorothy? 
by could putting be. out the blueberries could be could be i think just for fairness at this point i just gotta ride ribs as my official pick all the way through once once he's gone inevitably he will be because he's not the bull uh <laughs> then then i'll make a new choice uh, he's got stamina so you can he ride does, him for a long time he does he may be here for a minute um okay and so then this is a lot of it's just like yeah bring it on andy coops i know what's happening here he's like okay exemption time she's like yep i know and i'm taking it. he's like well you haven't let me finish uh, and so then this is the negotiation. I'll and give you five thousand whole dollars for the pot, not for you, <laughs> for all those people that don't like you. Five thousand dollars, whole dollars, forty yeah. grand yesterday, like minus nope. ten uh-uh. grand. Yeah. No, uh, uh-uh. nope, not interested. A weak sauce offer. Yeah, yeah, that's and the low ball. Yeah, yeah, so he goes up. How about I'll sweeten the deal with ten thousand? And she's like, no. I'll still I'll still take the exemption. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh really? Okay. Uh, well, what about fifteen thousand? And she's like, are you just going to keep going up and up and up? Because I'll play your buff. I'm still ta- taking the yeah. exemption. And uh, he's like, uh, no, actually, fifteen thousand is as high as I can go. She's like, cool. I'll still take the exemption. <laughs> I have in my notes. Wow, that was awesome. I love yeah. this moment. This is great stuff from Olavia. Like, just like, yeah, screw these people. They just said you're the least liked. Take the exemption, a hundred percent, absolutely, and it, like everybody who's like reasonable in the room is like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I would have done sense. it for, I would have done it for thirty thousand. Uh, and like even Darwin, who's like been hard on her in the past, like, no, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Uh, I kind of don't get what is so unlike about about Olavia. I think she's great and we don't see her for like four whole episodes at the beginning. Like she gets the early exemption and then we find out she never told anybody what her boyfriend's name is and that's like, there's not a whole lot Most there. Most of what we've seen. Yeah. 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 I like her. I think she's funny. I think she's a great character. I think that she's 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 taking it seriously, you know. And so I think people are threatened. She's taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she's having a great time. She's like, yeah, sure. You think I'm the mole because I winked at you? Great. I'm going to wink at you all yeah, the time. I love yeah. her. I think that, she's that awesome. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's, she's looking great. out for number one, and I think you have to on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like she's the, the, the scene. Blast the scene she has with Dorothy where she's like yeah well if you're the mole then it really doesn't matter if I tell you what's going on right uh, so that's fun that's really really fun uh, yeah. I think she's great I think she's super great in this scene this like one on one of like her her playing like uh, you know uh, like you know this like this one on one session of like deal or no deal uh, <laughs> is really 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 super fun and one of my favorite scenes of the season so far yeah uh and then Anderson brings everybody in so that he can say to everyone, this is who you voted your least favorite player. Um, and she explains taking the exemption and says that for $30,000, she would have taken the money for the pot. But 15K didn't feel like enough when they just lost 10 yesterday for stuff that wasn't her fault. And they earned 40000 yesterday, which she contributed to. Um, Sweet Katie says, I would have done it for 10. Yeah, ah, well, Katie, I love you. I believe it. Katie, you left your hotel room because Dorothy asked you to and it cost <laughs> the group $5,000. So. I love Katie too. Oh my God. Uh, uh, we get Myra in a confessional saying, a lot. she's like, Alavia is as loved as anyone else. Um, I, I don't know if that's accurate. 
Yeah, uh, she was loved may nice be a strong thought, word. But I don't think yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um, but she does lead a toast to Olavia at dinner, which is nice. Yes. Anderson's topic for dinner is what's the most trouble you've ever been in? Yeah. Uh, and Katie gives this whole story about how she had to go to the bathroom in Times Square 1997 New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Have either of you done Times Square New oh, Year's no. Eve? Absolutely Cool. Not. I'm so glad that the answer is no and that it's an emphatic, emphatic. no. And I'm yeah. offended um, that you would even have to ask, Josh. I know. I hated asking it, but I just did it just in case you were both like, yeah, I did. And then I was going to have to hide my disdain. Um, to you out there in the listenership, I'm sorry if now you're feeling uncomfortable because you've gone but like why would you do that to yourself but you were probably uncomfortable when you were there yeah, why would you yeah, go freezing cold it's packed with people people wear diapers because there is nowhere to go to the bathroom yeah i feel like the yeah. fact that you did it is punishment enough we don't have to punish you further <laughs> yeah you know at this point just stood uh, in the cold for 12 hours in the most annoying place in the world it is it, it it is hard for me to think of like a place that i would want to be less not even just on new year's eve but generally in general yeah, yeah. correct yeah. i am about to go back to work in Times square adjacent land and i am not excited well i what it, what i mean specifically is like Times square on new on year's, new year's eve, eve. Yeah. yeah, it's just like across all of the days and times yep. and locations, like that vortex of December thirty first oh, in Times Square on New yeah. Year's Eve. Worst place in the world on the worst night of the year. Yeah, yeah. I have just, I have worked in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Not not like in that crowd of people, but like on Forty Fourth Street and Seventh Avenue. And yeah. you have to like show proof that you have to go to work to get through the barricades and all sorts of subway exits are closed off so that they can start the flow of traffic. The whole place becomes a nightmare like two weeks in advance as they start yeah. setting up these barricades. And you you can't even just like cross the street to get to the subway 50 like on 50th street like blocks and blocks away anyway yeah so this is a podcast with three new yorkers i don't know what to tell you yeah that's what's going on folks uh so like katie's like they threw me in the paddy wagon i'm kind of like paddy wagon you got lucky kid like that's a good new year's eve like if you're like they're getting you out they're escorting you out of time you got a ride yeah Mm -hmm. Good for you. That subway is going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> they give Al 20 minutes to tell Again. this story about breaking like and an entering. episode of 24 from yes. everything I've heard on the 24 podcast. Yes. It sounds yes. like that's basically what happened to yes. Al. Yes. Yes. It's like running across rooftops, jumping off buildings. <laughs> Getting caught in police searchlights. Here's what I, I, I feel strongly about this. Al is in the final episode of this season of the mole, whether he is the winner or the runner up or the mole, he's there for sure. They are just giving Al way too much stuff. He's so on my television. He's the Colby Donaldson of this season <laughs> of the mole that he's just wow. he's always there, you know, like he's just like, he's not, he's not, not there ever. So he's absolutely in the finale whether he's the mole or the winner or the runner-up he's there for sure they give him a whole ass hour to talk about how he (laughs) broke and entered into his ex-wife's apartment it's like well no kidding like it worked out the way that it did he's like i'm running from rooftop to rooftop i'm jumping down the cops you think i was charles manson and bill flips the table i'm charlie manson you know like the the whole story is insane and they spend so much freaking time on it tellingly they did not 
not ask Bill what the most trouble he got into was because I'm pretty sure it was like the time they put me on death row for murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> My God. And then they follow up Al's story with Darwin or not Darwin, sorry, it's with ribs. Uh, Rims, my mom caught me when I, when I peed on my sister when I was four and she was two, and that's the most trouble I ever got in. Yeah, peeing like a psycho. My God. <laughs> so maybe this is in your notes to discuss when we get to the quiz, but one of the quiz questions oh, is Oh, I wrote down all of them. Yeah. yeah, I have it screenshotted so we can try to match them to the mm-hmm. people. And I don't appreciate the description they gave for Bribs because I feel like that's so much more than that. I believe his is caught playing practical jokes on another kid. Yeah, that's what I wrote, too. And I was like, you mean when he was caught, they put for Katie, caught urinating in Times Square. Bribs was also caught urinating on his sister, not playing a practical joke on another kid. That's not a practical joke. That's not funny. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, he's four, she's two. Like, this is very weird stuff. But, like, also, this is the story you want to tell on national television. Also, that's the most trouble. No one got in the most trouble of their entire lives when they were four. No. Unless they are four. No, Bribs is squeaky clean. He's squeaky clean. He's never gotten in trouble again. After that Uh, one, he's like, I will never step out of line again, mother. I'll do whatever you tell me. Uh, Wow. Uh, My mom caught me peeing on my sister's head. What a horrible day in the Bribs household that was. (laughs) Yep. Uh, It was tough for everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Uh, so it is the night before the quiz. Al and Darwin are sharing a room and a bed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's this like cozy. It, it's a very cozy hotel room. Uh, so like, the, you know, one bedroom for one bed for for room, I guess. But they're they're like in the same bed, basically. Looks like like two doubles smushed together. I looked for that. I was looking for like a line of the mattresses. It looks like they are sharing blankets. Great. They're just like cuddled up, having a you know having pillow talk. It is like kind no of judgment, but it was so unexpected. It is the kind of thing where I like then like kind of expected Al to like roll over, like put his like head on his hand, and be like, "All right, so Darren, who do you like?" <laughs> so I broke into your hotel room. Yeah. I ran away from the cops. Tell me everything about Darwin you. Darwin has like the sheet up to his chin. Like, he's just <laughs> like the crazy eyes. Yeah, he's like, help, help me, Anderson. I, but I feel like once you're shirtless in a bed with someone, you kind of have to ask them to be in a coalition with you. It's kind of tacky if you don't. It's yeah. a little uncomfortable if you don't. Although um, they do that. And and so Darwin is is saying that he suspects Dorothy and then Olavia, and so they're strategizing about splitting up in challenges so that they can get information from all sides. Um, but then Darwin asks Al who he put last on his list, and Al won't say. Yeah. And then in a confessional, he's like, "Yeah, I need a coalition because we're getting close to the end, but I'm not telling anybody any information, yeah, no matter what, or not. No matter what, he's not telling anybody anything. So like, sure, yeah, we're shortlist in bed together, so I'll do the 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 you know the respectful thing and offer him a, a coalition, but it means nothing to me. Nothing it means nothing to me. 
but now they're going to work as a tandem, but Darwin has all of these coalitions, so he's like, you know, just keeping his options open. Except it's like the curse of Darwin. <laughs> you, <laughs> you make a coalition with him, and then you go home. I suppose that's true. Um, Alright, so this is the quiz, and like, uh, across the quiz, there were these moments where, like, you see, like, Bill, and I'm like, what has happened? <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? Uh, Nothing. He's just suspicious of Darwin because of his various costly mistakes. Nothing's what, happened. What else has happened? No, nothing. <laughs> he looks, yes. He's totally normal. Perfectly yeah. the same he's as always. Totally yes. normal psycho. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like uh, like a time traveling, life got hard, cloud strife. Uh, he, <laughs> oh my gosh. His is hair like, is everywhere. Is he like the is he like future Rob now? Yeah. Yeah. He has so like he and Al spike their hair as a tribute to Rob. Uh he's like, I've seen my future and I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's it is it is very, very strange. Uh, and, uh, yeah, his, he's got the hair of a psycho. He's not standing for any of this, but he looks absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I love it. God, I love Bill. (laughs) I really do. He's incredible. Uh, he's been, he's been such great TV, Admiral Bill. Uh, I've short shrifted him by just saying he's undercover Charlie. He is exceptional on his own. Retired rear admiral, face <laughs> of the navy. So many, so many things with Bill. Slash uh, surgeon, right? That's if I had to, if I had to travel, then it would be a different story. Yeah. Uh, my God, every D with Bill is a good D. Uh, <laughs> a Tuesday. A Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Bill is is Tuesday man. Yeah. Mm. All, the G- all, the, all the G's were missing and that is because Bill disposed of them uh, based on the psycho hair he has in this moment oh it's my got nothing God. to do with the game yeah. he just likes the G Yeah, I'm a masochist yeah. <laughs> I love him I just love him I really really do oh, um, man. what are some of the other trouble uh, making things on the quiz from the story okay well some of them are boring okay um, arrested for underage drinking at a party. Uh, caught playing practical jokes. Another kid. We talked about that. Broke yep. a friend's grandmother's fruit jar. Oh, um, probably a, like a family heirloom. Yeah. I missed an award ceremony. Yeah. I uh, went to lunch at the same time with two dates. Now that's the story I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear that one too. Um, it's not going to be as exciting as you think. They're talking about uh, the fruit. Two dates. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I showed up at lunch with two Mm-mm. dates. I no. ate them both. Uh, they were wrapped in bacon. Yes. Great. Yes. And the restaurant was like, "You sir, you can't dine here. You must. You must throw your dates out before you come in." No, uh, that's food allowed. And obviously, this was Bill. As Bill stood there like a psycho and looked at the maitre d in the eye and popped each date into his mouth and chewed slowly. Yeah, and by his mouth, I'm talking about the maitre d's mouth. He put the date in the maitre d's mouth and moved his head up and down so that he would chew the date, like the sounds of the lamb's mouth. Yes, and then he went. Then he was uh, arrested for that. That's the trouble. Sure. Yeah. Date gate. Next on the list is shot the windows out of construction vehicles with a pellet gun. 
That Who do is you think a, this is? That's an edited out part of the Al story. That's the punchline. <laughs> that's what happens. And then I got, I jumped off the roof and I hit the ground and I took out my Pelka and I shot the windows open of the construction vehicle. I dove in. <laughs> and the cops just drove by. Actually, all of these are Al. Yeah. This is just all part of one story. Uh, and then I went to Times Square uh, and I took uh, a leak. Yeah. I want to believe it was Myra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we have one more related to being shot, which is shot their brother with a toy gun fooling around in the house. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That could also be Myra. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. could also just be more of Al. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, look, so at the execution, it's another tie. So uh, two people scored the lowest and they scored the exact same, but one of them uh, was slower. And uh, I I figured this out before it happened, uh, Zed, because I had to uh, I had to like take a bunch of screenshots of Bill because I was in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to like keep like 10 second backing uh, and so like I saw I was like oh there's only like 3 minutes left in the episode and so then when Myra's name comes up I'm like oh wouldn't it be wild if they just like go red right away I bet that's what's going to happen there's Myra red I was like yeah okay I probably would have been more shocked if I hadn't been so shocked by Bill's Rob hair <laughs> it's the headline <laughs> it truly is the, the cover the the I, I did not notice that Al was doing the same thing. His Straight hair was so much notice. shorter. Like until they show you in the when everybody's in the room for the execution and they're like properly lit, yeah. then you can see it. When they always got to take the quiz like in the dark with just like the laptop light on their face, so you can't see Al's dark yeah. hair. And again, you had to be properly lit to enjoy the half baked yeah. pizza. <laughs> and there's so many cables. I, every time they show Anderson like hunting, pecking at the laptop, I'm just like, it's wild how many cables there are coming out of like that. Like 1999 thing. Dell laptop, yeah, where you like screw pounds. in the like yeah. the 20 pin cable, mm-hmm. with the little screws on the sides. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh My gosh, Myra, goodbye. Uh, everyone's sad that Myra is gone, <laughs> and Bill is as well. I really liked Myra. Uh, is that I have on the screen grab of Bill with his spiked <laughs> hair looking like a psycho saying, I really liked Myra as if the next thing he's to say is what, Jess? <laughs> I and believe I, you had the line, yeah. Yeah, what, what was I the line? I think it was, I really liked Myra. It's a shame I had to kill yeah, her. Yes, it's a shame I had to kill her. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's terrifying. I was trying to like I was trying to pull the actual like Robert yeah. Durst line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Killed them all, I suppose, right? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I like see I can't remember what it is now. And I, I was like, that would have been jinx. perfect. Yeah. The jinx. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Myra with some fava beans and a nice (laughs) bottle of La Mole. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Terrifying. Like, he looks like Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) He's a serial killer, this guy. (laughs) Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> I definitely do this thing now where every episode I scream I scream grab something different from the mole. It almost it's always, always Bill. It almost always has to do with Bill. And I always send it to, to Jess and Zed and then Antonio Mazzaro as well. <laughs> uh, and I have I really liked Myra as the screen grab of him staring like a psycho and the caption being when you fess up to a decades old murder. I really liked Myra, he said, as he confessed <laughs> all these years later. Anyway, I really liked Myra as well, especially this episode. And I was sad that she was the one who was uh, sent home. But I'm going to be sad every time now. I, I, yeah. This cast is great. This cast is great. Everyone's really, really fun. We joke because we love. Yeah. Uh, really, really great stuff. It's good stuff. Um, did we get any feedback? Um, not in the last 24 hours. Uh, all right. Okay. So your episode six feedback, uh, hopefully you sent some of that in for uh, episodes. I could make some up if you like. Um, you know, Mole Patrol <laughs> fan 743 says, this is the greatest podcast of all time. The three of you are clearly geniuses. Yeah. I have five stars. No feedback. Wow. Oh, my God. I can't believe we have 743 fans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so much fun themselves. you're having together, hanging yeah. out and chatting. I appreciate all your conversations that branch out from the core subject of the mm-hmm. mold to discuss yeah. the finer points of pizza and ice cream and semantics and murder. Yeah, and murder. yeah. <laughs> it's like the three of you are my best friends, and I really, I'm really digging this parasocial bond we have going on. Yeah, I have this one that was uh, sent my way from at. Admiral Bill. <laughs> and it just says, I did it. Oh, oh you're no. next. You're next. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. All right. So no feedback uh, other than all the very real feedback we just discussed. Um, yes. Shall we quiz? That's quiz. Let's do it. We're going to quiz in this week's this week's quiz was written entirely by our good friend AJ Mass. Okay, another one where we're just gonna do great. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna rock this one. I feel like right, which decade is this from the forties? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be talking about old school radio yeah, programs. Yeah. Came over the wireless. Is, did this happen in War of the Worlds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to be going back to the. Um, to the 16th century Italian tradition of Commedia dell'arte. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I have a feeling written by Shakespeare. I mean, we Great probably question. should have a Shakespeare quiz on here. Would have been fair. Yeah, I, I feel like Zed would probably slay the Commedia dell'arte thing. I would hopefully do better than I've done on any of these television. Yeah, quizzes. but yeah. no, I feel like this is throw a us neat. a Shakespeare quiz. We would have rocked that. <laughs> I feel like we would have crushed the Shakespeare. Quiz. I'm gonna go That's call my scoundrel. friend. I'm That's calling my yeah, friend who's a professor of Shakespeare stuff, and I'm going to make her write oh, a quiz gosh. for me. All right, now we're now uh, we're going to get them no, all wrong. No, but I, I feel like this is a niche that you probably have some familiarity with. And Josh, I know you watched a show that was in this family, and so I did not write a question. I did not suggest a question in this idiom, uh, because this week we are talking about vampire shows. Stragoy! 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 That was exactly why I did it, too. Stragoy! Yeah, Stragoy! Stragoy! Oh, I cannot wait till you get to uh, one of these questions. Oh, you Gosh. didn't do it, did you? Did you do this? I didn't do it. AJ oh, did it. You did it, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you do did it. it. it was AJ. You did it. You did it. You're going to ask me Bill. questions about the strain. I pass. 
take the X, take the red X. We get that one wrong. Don't even ask it. Stragoy, Stragoy. Do not ask me a Hold question on a about second. the strain. I'm going to shuffle up the order of these questions. Don't the ask me effect. about the strain. Take it out. Take oh, it gosh. out now. X card. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want care it. what you want, Josh. I don't want it. I will storm off this podcast. I'll never send it in. We'll never. No one will ever hear the words I'm saying oh, right now. I'll rage quit this very second. I'm I not going back will. to the strain. I'm, I'm calling your bluff. Oh no, she's calling right. your bluff. Damn but it. We're not going there yet because we're going to start oh. off. We're going to start off with the Vampire Diaries. Fine. I hate the strain, Stragoy. I cannot believe that I'm going to have to engage with the storylines from Strain Stragoy. You could just let Zed take it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's I might start. Be able to get it right. Oh, okay. Let's see how these other ones go. Yeah, you let's... want fifteen thousand dollars, or you want the exemption? I kind of want the exemption. I kind of want the exemption. All right. Let's All right. see if we get one right first. Then yeah, I'm taking the exemption. All right. You're on your own. Set. Okay. If if you get one of these correct, you may choose the exemption. Otherwise, you have to answer the Stragoy. Okay. All right. Because there's four there's four questions this week. We have an extra one to send you off on vacation with. Okay. Um, so, okay, we're going to start with the Vampire Diaries. Are either one of you familiar with this program? Yes. In Summerhalder, a.k.a. Boone Carlisle of Lost, and also the dude who has the the, the name that I keep forgetting, uh, Paul Wesley. Yeah, that's him. Sure. Got him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Nina Dobrev. Well, okay. I know that name. Yeah. And then they did other shows. The Originals, which is not to be confused with Emerald Lagasse's show of the same name, The Originals, which is something that Emily Fox and I sometimes just shout at each other. It's like the Aristocrats. There's more than one show called The Originals. The Originals. Not very. That is funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Vampire Diaries. The Originals. Yeah. It only lasted, I think, like a season, maybe two seasons. This is when everyone was trying to be Anthony Bourdain. This was Emerald's attempt to like go around from place to place and like check out cool stuff. It's like, Emerald, no one wants you for this one. You have other things to offer the world. Yeah. Say bam. Don't do that here. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, the Anthony Bourdain sitcom could have been better. Yes. What was that? Kitchen Confidential yeah. with Bradley Cooper? It had some names in it. It also had the kid from Freaks and Geeks. Uh, John Francis Daly. Yes. A.K.A. Sweets from Bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you guys want to talk about the Vampire Diaries? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. We got, as um, as always, the premise of the quiz is that we have four descriptions of plot lines from this program and you have to tell me which one is made up okay all right so situation number one damon played by ian summerhalder believed for hundreds of years that his mother had died of consumption but he learns that she faked her death then became a vampire and has actually been trapped in a prison dimension since 1903 along with her quote-unquote family of mummies okay (laughs) okay family of mummies dimension yeah prison dimension Sure. Yep. Okay. All right. So number two, after Bonnie's grandmother, played by Jasmine Guy, passes away, Bonnie and Elena attempt to unearth the Phoenix talisman, which can bring her back to life. In the process, the duo get cursed by a shaman so that only one of them may be alive at any given time. And Elena immediately slips into a mystical coma. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three. 
Celine and Sybil, a pair of sultry sirens. Thanks for that, AJ. Goodness. Want Matt to ring a bell in Mystic Falls 12 times so that the gateway to hell can be opened and everyone in the town will be burned alive. And luckily, he stopped after ring number 11. Phew. Oh, of course. <laughs> Uh, I was that uh, the the hue was that Did you AJ or the... that? AJ wrote that yeah 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 amazing okay yeah. how's that okay. spelled W H E W okay cool mm-hmm. I guess that's phew I don't know you know we could spend some time on it phew like, yeah. this podcast's not long enough yet <laughs> yep okay and finally with Joe expecting twins she and Alaric decide to get married. At the wedding, her brother Kai stabs her and she dies. However, the Gemini Coven of Witches were in attendance and they transferred the unborn children into Caroline's womb. I need oh. that one more time. That last Okay. <laughs> With Joe expecting twins, she and Alaric decide to get married. At the wedding, her brother Kai stabs her and she dies. However, the Gemini Coven of Witches were in attendance and transferred the unborn children into Caroline's womb. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, a lot of this, a lot of this is not great. Um, not the grossest thing you're gonna, you're gonna hear tonight. Spoiler alert. Uh, I think that the second one is correct. I'm pretty sure that's how they wrote Nina Dobrev off the show. I think that that's right. One, uh, the one where she and her friend Bonnie, uh, only one, only, yeah, I think that Mm -hmm. they did that to Elena. I'm pretty sure something like that happened to her to get her off the show at the end. Uh, towards okay. the end. Um, I have no strong impulse otherwise. None. Uh, family of Mummies prison dimension. Prison yeah. dimension? I've not seen the show, but I'm picturing it like the thing that General Zod was in. Yeah. Uh, the prison dimension, the womb, uh, the transfer of the womb, and then what was the penultimate one? The Jeff? bell. The bell. Oh, yes, oh. at the at the eleventh at the eleventh hour. Uh, we're gonna pick that one so that uh, when we get it right, we get to say whew. Phew. That's the clue. That's the tell oh, from that AJ that, that we should that pick. The, it. That was the clue. Yeah. All right. I wish it was the clue. It's yeah. incorrect. Um, the one that you were so sure was correct turned out to be incorrect. They do something like that to her. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. I, I'm sure they do, but it was not that. Okay. All right. Coming up next, we have Angel. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. This is this is your territory, Josh Wiggler? Not really, no. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. Number one, while dealing with conflicted feelings as to whether or not to date Nina the Werewolf, Angel visits the TV studio where a children's show gets filmed and accidentally gets transformed into a felt puppet. Okay, that's real. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia has a one night stand with a photographer played by Ken Marino and wakes up to find him gone and herself eight months pregnant. It's all part of a psychic ritual that allows a Haxel demon to reproduce. Wow. Ken Marino is on Angel. That's kind of amazing. Um, yeah. Is this another one of those like the guest stars are correct, right? I I do not know. I did okay. not get any okay. instruction okay. on this. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, situation number three, when he runs out of leads in a case involving a Prio Motu demon, Angel is forced to sing Barry Manilow's Mandy in front of an anagogic demon who can tell the future through karaoke. Okay, feels correct. <laughs> and finally, in what is essentially a bottle episode, Fred and Gunn get trapped in an elevator during a break-in at the corporate headquarters of Wolfram and Hart, along with a lawyer named Gavin, played by Daniel Day Kim, who unexpectedly transforms into a zombie. It's the second one. 
second one is a fake one? That's my guess. Zed? Which one was the second one? How do the, you remember the that? The Ken Marino one. Ken Marino knocks up Cordelia and gets her oh, eight months pregnant. Yeah, overnight. I don't want that one to be true. Daniel, the Daniel D. Daniel D. Kim is on the show, and maybe it's just like the details are wrong, but I think that he gets her. The felt puppet thing, for sure. And then, so it would be for me uh, between two and three but I think that there's like music hijinks that go down. There's like the bar with the guy who uh, the actor tragically passed away oh, uh, yeah, some Lord. time ago. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's right. Okay. I would I would go with two would be my guess. All right. Are we locking it in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Incorrect again. The thing with the elevator, I think Daniel Day Kim is on the show, but I don't think he turns so, into a zombie. It's, so, it's so tricky. It's so like we're it's, already at yeah. such a severe disadvantage. <laughs> it, it is very tricky, and I'll I'll pass your feedback along to AJ. I'm passing it now. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so tricky. You don't have to. You don't have to outsmart me. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's all about. It's it's not really about whether you get the quiz right or wrong, but did we have fun? Well, it's not that fun when I don't get them right. So you the know. answer to that is when am I like having no, fun? Where there's like no chance to get them right. It's it's not as fun. It's less fun. Yeah, that's fair. We need uh to introduce some lifelines, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think we I think we I think we, we, we need some resources here. Uh, otherwise, what are we doing? We're just like every week, like, here's some things and you guys are idiots. Like, that's okay. what's happening. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'll give you a 50-50 on one of the next two questions. If the choice right now is between a 50-50 on one of the next two questions or we could just take the strain off and take the loss. I'll, ta- I'll take the loss. No, we're doing the strain. <laughs> I'm not doing the strain. The strain is the entire Chagoy. reason we are Chagoy. doing this quiz. Chagoy. The second we were like, we need Josh Wiggler's cultural blind spots. And I'm like, well, I know something he definitely didn't watch. X-card. And that's every season of The Strain after the one that he covered. So it's the impetus. It is the whole, uh, it's whole reason for being of the quiz itself is Strigoi. I hate it. <laughs> you love I, hate it. it. I hate it so much. All right, let's do it. Let's do the next one. Well, the next one is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I feel like is something everybody knows really well or not at all. Yeah, I'm a little bit middle ground with it. So let's see. All right. Okay, so here's here's the first situation. Um, Principal Snyder hands out cursed candy to students to sell to raise money for new marching band uniforms. All the adults who eat the candy begin acting like teenagers, drinking, smoking, stealing, hooking up with each other and acting irresponsibly. So that's that's the first one. Okay. All right. Number two, the handsome new liberal arts teacher at Sunnydale High, a man called Amy, has a side hustle as an astrologer. Those who go to him for readings find even his most bizarre predictions come true with often tragic results. Giles figures out he is, in fact, the president of hell and that he cries when tragedy befalls his clients because he's hoping to make it back to heaven one day. A hope Giles deems not credible. Okay. President of hell. President yeah. of hell. That's pretty cool. As if hell has a president. Nah, they're probably organized. I don't think they're a democracy. Uh, but that's you just can a- have a president without being a real democracy. Oh. What's the next one? Okay. The owner of a pub alters beer in order to get revenge on the college kids who have been treating him poorly for decades. 
Always tip your servers, guys. The beer turns them, including Buffy, who's drinking away her sorrows over a breakup, into Neanderthals. Hmm. Okay. Yep. And finally, a sex robot wanders Sunnydale looking for Warren, her maker, or as she sees it, her boyfriend. She becomes violent when she realizes that he left her to die when her batteries ran out because he met a real girl. Spike commissions Warren to make a Buffy bot so that Spike can have sex with it. Oh, I think that's real. That's upsetting. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, it is upsetting. Do you want to vote for the president of hell? <laughs> <laughs> We've got nothing else to go on. We may as well just have fun I mean, with it. Let's vote for the president of hell. Okay, sure. I mean, unless, you, unless you have a stronger inclination towards something. I have something. no idea. Yeah, I don't really either. We think both the beer turning them into Neanderthals and the candy turning the adults into teenagers are both real. Normally, I would be inclined to logic this out, but uh, it's so tricksy. <laughs> I'm not even sure that I want to bother. Okay. We'll vote for the president. We're voting for the president We're, of hell. You don't want to vote for right, somebody yeah, else. It's very important to vote. Today, we yeah. vote for the president of hell. An uncontested race, yeah. I guess. Yes. And today you are the winners. Yeah. President of Hell. Totally made up. But I wish it was real. Oh my God. Finally. I wish it was real because I have someone I would vote for for President oh of Hell. God. Because then they could go there. President oh. of Hell. I would uh I would we got love that it. green thumbprint, Josh. I love yep. it. We got one. We got I one. That's great. And you know what oh, your yeah. prize is? <laughs> I do, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's to re-trigger me. Uh, like, uh, uh, what do you want to talk about, Survivor or the Strain? Uh, Strigoi. <laughs> Either way, uh, fine. Let's do Strigoi. Let's do it. The Strain. I mean, For those who don't know, should I just give the quick uh, background? Yeah, give the quick background. Uh, the, based on a book, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, the show brought to you by the highest of pedigree, right? Uh, FX show, uh, Carlton Cuse, who I adore, obviously one of the, one of the head honchos behind lost, um, an incredible cast. Kevin Durand is on there. They've got, uh, Corey Stahl. It's just unbelievable. Even Sean Astin's there for a hot second. And it is utter trash, utter trash. Absolute trash. They're vampires. They're gross. They're called Strigoi. And there's Abraham Satrakian, who is a uh, a vampire hunter, who who's Walder Frey from Game of Thrones, and he runs around screaming Strigoi, Strigoi. And the only redeeming value of the strain is that it is the show that forced a podcast out of myself and someone who would go on to become one of my dearest friends, Antonio Mazzaro. And if not for that. I would burn the whole thing all the way to the ground. Uh, it has one redeeming quality. Let's make it two by getting two points tonight, Seth. Okay. Stragoy. I would I said, say... Never bring it up to me ever again. And here we are on a podcast talking about the flipping strain. There are two things that you got out of this. You got your deep abiding friendship with Antonio. You also got the word Strigoi, which you use on a daily basis. Am I right, Josh? Uh, yeah, I do use it pretty much every day. Yeah. I use yeah, it was a channel in the yeah. Post Show Recaps Discord yeah. at its inception. And it was just people typing in all caps, Strigoi, Strigoi, Strigoi. 
It's still in the and, archives. And, it can come out at any time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh God. I, I, I feel like, like it should. Threat. Yeah. Oh my like God. Oh my but God. I, I will warn you. There is at least one of these that is deeply upsetting. What a surprise! Will you let us know before you uh, before you do that one? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, so it is. One of like, these things will be false. Yeah, I, I read that and I'm like, Ugh. okay. All right. Let's All right. do this. Okay. Here's number one. Vasily Fett goes on a mission to use a light bomb to burn all of... To give you some context, uh, dear listener, as well as Zed, uh, the character that Jess is describing right now is Martin Kimi from Lost. Oh. I know who that is. Yeah, that guy. Yes. Okay. Cool. So, okay, he goes on a mission to use a light bomb to burn all of the Strigoi in Central Park. While the plan works and the nest he had discovered is destroyed, he didn't realize that his explosion was actually the signal for every other Strigoi in New York to begin a rampage. Okay. Okay. All right, and here's number two. After watching F, played by Corey Stoll, stab his mom-turned-Strigoi through the neck and thus killing her for good, Zack tells his father he hates him. He then detonates a nuclear bomb to teach his father a lesson and all of the Big Apple is destroyed. This is true. Okay. I've continued to read recaps of the show. So oh, no. some of the big key <laughs> ticket items I remember. Uh, that is for sure. That is for sure true. Also, they cast that. I think like three different actors played that kid. Mm. Uh, and I believe that the people who stuck with the show like would all all agree that that character is like the worst kid actor or not the worst kid actor, but like the worst kid character in like anything in like genre TV. Wow. Uh, like worse wow. than Joffrey. They hate, well, cause Joffrey's at least a good character. Like he's very worse loathsome and Ollie. horrible. Um, yeah, I think, uh, probably not as popular, worse you know, than Henry <laughs> again, not as like widely viewed. Mm. I, I don't know anybody that watched the strain apart from you, Josh. Yeah. Uh, I read like the comments on like TV line recaps. I was like, I'm so curious. Where did this go? And it sounded like trash. You know, uh, it, sounded it, like is, it is a sign of good art that you still wanted to know what happened even after it don't you destroyed dare. your don't soul. Don't you dare. Don't you, don't you do that to me. Anyway, this one is true. It's, we're ruling it out. Okay. Okay. Next. Strigoi! I, I slash at it with my cane sword, which is what Abraham Satrakian <laughs> would do. And okay. I say, Strigoi! As I cut hey. that off. Speaking of Abraham Satrakian, here's the next one. Unbeknownst to the master, Satrakian loads up his bloodstream with a chemical called Warfarin, which acts as a poison to Strigoi. Sacrificing himself so that everyone else can escape, the master feasts on the old man, killing him. However, as he proclaims his final triumph, the worms inside of him start to die off one by one. The worms inside of the master? Yes. Okay, got it. Um, I think that's correct. Strigoi! I'm slicing Gross. that off. Okay. So, okay, and um, apologies the upsetting one. This is the upsetting one. Um, because the blood of newborns is the most delicious to Strigoi, Eichhorst mm. is, issues orders that human pregnancies will now last only six months so that women can produce two infants per year. Uh. Dutch is forced to provide Lamaze assistance. Uh, the first, Thanks, I hate it. The first one's the fake. Final answer. Okay, you're wrong. What? You're wrong. It is the um, worms inside of him dying off one by one. Ah, oh, man. But he does do that. He does sacrifice himself. How does Abraham... I'm Googling this right now. How does, how does Abraham, Abraham Satrakian death 
the strain because he doesn't make it spoiler alert if you're watching the show uh all I don't right i think you should watch the show because look what it did to josh what does he do he dies he dies how does he die death in the oh that's in the novels in the death. tv series death uh after killing Eichhorst, uh uh he beheads the guy uh he he does he has poison he introduces he doesn't do it to the master. He does it to Eichhorst. It's another one of these really, really super dirty tricks. Okay, okay. so frustrating. Right I would so annoying. You this I'm, so, I'm so annoyed. Oh my god, I'm so annoyed by this. It is like the slightest, slightest detail off. It is. It is. Oh, are you saying you have a note for AJ? Ah! Oh, I hate this. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I'll pass on your feedback. It's, I'm passing it now. <laughs> I mean, technically, he's absolutely correct, but I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so tricksy. It's so tricksy. That is uh, tricksy. Oh, I, so I, tricksy. I have I instructed my staff not to be that. so tricksy. That's my so. Staff. It's so tricksy. It's so tricksy. It's so tricksy. He dies the exact way described in the question. It is. A, it is. It is a different character that uh, ingests the worms. Is it worms though, or is it warfarin? Because I felt like the warfarin was the funny part. No, the warfarin, be... the warfarin is real. Oh, I wanted that to be made up because I thought nope. that was very funny. It's real. No. Yep. Because warfarin's a real thing. I was going to say it's, it's real. an anticoagulant. It's real. Yeah. Uh, co- we're back to coagulation. <laughs> yes. It is an anticoagulant, so we are not, in fact, back because we don't want yeah. things to be coagulated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let me put yeah. some warfarin on yeah. your pizza, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so let's get out of here. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. the quiz. That was the strain. I'll never talk about it ever again. Uh, sure. We're talking about the mole, the next betrayal, but I think the strain was the next betrayal. As done by Carlton Cuse. I hated it. I hated it so yeah, much. Yeah, and, and now Josh hates it so much he's going to disappear from the podcast for several weeks. Uh, no, we still got we one, more. one more. We got one more to do. Oh, yeah, we do we, have one we more. We do have one more to do, one more podcast, and then, but it's worth mentioning now. So uh, this is why we've been binge recording it. I'm going away. I will not be able to record the mole for two weeks. So we wanted to make sure for one of those weeks. We got you the straight recap. Next week, we are giving you that recap that we've binge recording. Uh, that's season two, episode seven. Uh, so that's coming your way next week. The following week, it's going to be an all spoiler edition of Mole Patrol. Jess and Zed, you get to talk about anything that you want to talk about with season two of the mole. Things have gotten wildly wrong. Maybe anything I've gotten right other than questions about the strain, uh, Stragoy, uh, and anything else that you want to talk about. So those are the two podcasts that are coming up next, and then we will get to episode eight. So just a brief, uh, a, a brief, uh, recap hiatus, but no mole patrol hiatus. That's the good news. Um, that's what's going on. You still got time to get in your feedback for that spoiler episode. Uh, Mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com. Yep. And we have, yep, we have very specific things. If you are someone who has fully spoiled, you know what the thing is that Zed and I are going to be focusing our attentions on in our spoiler specials. So I would say consume that piece of media. Yeah. An assignment. There is an assignment. There's homework. uh, If you are able to and interested in doing so. Amazing. Yeah, if you don't know what that is for some reason or you forgot, just get at me and I will assign you the reading. Yeah. Yeah. My God. I'm so, yeah. I'm so, I'm so, 
so annoyed about the strain. Um, hey, Zed, what's going on with you? What do you got going on? Give us all the uh, stuff. All the same usual things. I'm here. I'm talking Final Fantasy with you. We're doing Final Fantasy VII Remake over on Post Show Recaps. Uh, last week, I was on Hold Up, the podcast hosted by our friend Grace Leader. We talked about Velvet Goldmine, uh, a movie loosely based on the life of David Bowie, but also very not based on that. A lot of various UK actors doing different accents. Uh, like no one is speaking in their own voice in that movie. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Go check it out at Hold Up Pod. Other than that, you can find me. Sundays and Tuesdays at twitch.tv slash DM Philly playing uh, role playing games, including D&D in space, in space. With Josh <laughs> when he's not on vacation and I'm not going back to work. So you won't see us there for a while, actually. But other people are playing it and you but should other cool people are playing. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Twitch.tv sure. slash DM Philly. Jess, the Walking Dead shambles forward ever nearer every single day. It's true. Um, I actually, I haven't seen any of it yet. I'm trying to save myself. I'm sure we're going to get Chappelle in to talk about it whenever that starts up. I believe August 22nd is our due date. Um, but I, until then, I am blissfully doing only Mole Patrol and I'm enjoying a lot of free time. Actually, I'm not enjoying any free time. I'm working all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and we are constantly working here on Mole Patrol. As we are tirelessly schlepping bicycles up hills, trying to uh, pass the, the the dirty secrets through our pizza. Uh, always wash your hands before you make a pizza, before you do absolutely anything here. Get your feedback in, folks. Mole Patrol at robhasawebsite.com. Talk to Zed and Jess on the Twitters about the mole at Hard Rock Hope, at Haymaker Hattie. I'm at Ron Howard. Do not dare at me about the mole. I won't see it. Uh, so don't even try. Uh, we'll be back next week talking season two, episode seven. Until then, everybody, Shagoy! 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 Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.